you are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 128 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's show, the A's dropped their first of two against the Rockies in Colorado. They are now 0-3 against the Rockies this season. That's weird. So I'll go through the game a little bit. Uh, I'm not trying to nitpick on the A's. I know they left some guys on base. I'll get into it, but uh, I'm going to go with the the bright spots of the 3-1 A's loss on Tuesday night, and then also in the second half, I'm going to be talking about about the new playoff format that was announced and you know, what the schedule looks like, what the bracket looks like. It's a bracket, not a, a reseeding. So that's a that's a piece of news that you might want to know. So lots of tidbits like that coming up in the second half. But first, let's get into the game. And before I get into the game, let's talk about some other things like where you can follow us on social media. You can do that at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter. And if you have any questions for us, please send them to Locked on Athletics at gmail.com. Uh, I'm going to get into the game here real quick. But first, the Astros are making some news, and I don't like that. They, they won their game. I'm not going to go uh, Westwatch on them. They won their game. They're five and a half back of the A's after the A's loss. So, uh, you know, A's magic number, still at five and a half, or still at six, sorry. Five and a half game lead, uh, six game uh, magic number. That's, that's what you need to know. Uh, the Astros headline that I wanted to get to before everything gets started here is uh they're, they're talking about Justin Verlander maybe coming back and pitching like, like in a baseball game on September 24th, which uh, rude, not fun, don't like that. And with the A's currently matched up with the Astros in their playoff seedings, uh, we need to get them either out of the playoffs or get a different seed because I don't want to see Justin Verlander in the playoffs anymore. I'm, I've seen that story. I don't like the ending, so that needs to not happen. Uh, also on the Astros front, Jose Altuve got activated from the IL today. He came back. He played. Uh, well, I don't know, but he played. Uh, also, Carlos Correa fouled a ball off of his ankle on Tuesday night, so probably waiting on some MRI results on him. Not sure if he's going to miss time or how much or any, but it, the injuries just keep mounting for the Astros. I think it's because they cheated and uh, the baseball gods don't like them, but Basically, we got to avoid Justin Verlander. That, that's the, the, the new goal of the a- a Locked On A's podcast. Don't face Justin Verlander for a third playoffs. I don't care what team he's on, especially the Astros, though. And if you tuned into yesterday's show, you know that I said that the A's could potentially kind of help the Mariners get into the playoffs if, uh, if everything kind of goes right, which nothing's gone right this year. So let's just assume that we're going to face Justin Verlander in the playoffs, and that'll be fun. But going back to what I said on yesterday's podcast, uh, the Astros currently have a two-game lead on Seattle for that second-place spot. They the succeed, if you will. Uh, the second-place spot in the AL West is the succeed. So if the Seattle Mariners can gain a little bit of ground, maybe make that a one-game deficit by the time the A's and Mariners play, maybe the A's need to rest some guys. I mean, they could just say that they're resting up to face Justin Verlander, but then, oops, they dropped a few games against the Mariners, and all of a sudden the Mariners are the number six seed, and then the A's are the three seed, and then the A's can face the Mariners in the playoffs in the first round. That'd be nice. Uh, so that, that would be a fun first-round matchup for the A's. That's probably the easiest matchup that they'll get. Uh, I went through 
a bunch of the different matchups that they could have in the first round in yesterday's podcast. So if uh, that strikes your fancy, go ahead and listen to that one. But uh, yeah, basically Justin Verlander's coming back. I don't want to see that. Let's get the Mariners in the playoffs. Mariners, you need to win some games. Astros, you need to lose a couple. That's how that works out. So as for Tuesday's game, though, let's talk about the A's and the Rockies. That was a, that was a fun one. Um, I know that people are frustrated about only getting one run at Coors Field because Coors Field is, uh, you know, the home run bonanza field. That's where all the offense happens. And Antonio Sensatella faced him already. He shut down the A's again. He had a complete game. He pitched even better. It's his first complete game ever in his career. So congrats to Antonio Sensatella. Good on him. Um, but on the other side of this, the A's have played four games in three cities in three days. That's a lot of travel. I looked it up. It is 3,386 miles the hard way. That's what stops. You got to get off. You got to go play some baseball games and then you got to get back on the plane. That is not the easy way to do that. You can do four games in three days. Uh, the Cardinals have been doing it for like a month, but this is the hard way to do it, doing it in all of these different cities and all the travel and going from, you know, Texas up to Seattle, down to uh, Colorado. That's, that's not fun. They could go, you know, uh, 3,400 miles and just go across country. That'd be easy. This is the hard way to do it. And, uh, you know, these guys aren't robots. So obviously they're not going to be great all of the time. I'm okay with them not being great with runners on base on Tuesday night. Um, also, I'd like to point out that the weather conditions, the smoky conditions that they played in on Monday in Seattle were deemed uh, hazard enough where they moved the Seattle series that was scheduled to be against the Giants down to the Bay Area because the the smoke was too much. So they learned from their lesson. They made the A's play in it. And then the A's got shipped over to Coors. So they had uh, trouble breathing for one reason in Seattle because of the smoke. And then they go to the Mile High City, which is also not great for respiratory systems. We've had people sit out. Like Ken Lee Jansen had a heart condition, has a heart condition. And uh, he had to sit out because he has trouble just being in Denver. So not a, if you look at it that way, yeah, they got one run. Oh, well, hopefully they're okay. That's what I'm more worried about. So I'm not focusing on the bad stuff in this one. I'm going to go on to the positives here. The positives, Sean Mania, I know that he gave up three runs and got the loss. He went five and two-thirds innings. That's fine with me. I'm okay with that. Give me that, Sean Mania. We need to get him more runs so that that looks like a good line. If he had gotten four runs of support, all of a sudden, he had a great start. But he, he lost three to one, so now it looks like a bad start. Anyway, Shamanaya, he went five and two-thirds. He gave up six hits, three earned runs, walked one. That's the key to his success. Just don't walk, guys. It makes it easier for him. Uh, also, I'd like to point out that in his four starts with Jonah Heim behind the dish catching him, Manaya has an ERA of 2.43, allowing six earned runs in 22 and two-thirds innings. In my eyes, I think he's turned a corner. I think that he's earned a rotation spot in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know which one, and it kind of is varies a little bit because of the wild card being three games. And I'll talk more about, you know, the playoff rotation a little bit more in the next couple of weeks as we see what's coming up. Because if they're going to face like the White Sox or something like that, you definitely don't want to have as many lefties as you can in the rotation. So it kind of depends on who they're facing. So moving back to uh, the actual game on Tuesday, Shamanaya in his second start in Coors Field, I think he did fine. And Coors Field, not an easy place to play. And he, he did okay. You know, he didn't give up nine runs. He... He, he did fine. He did okay. He didn't get any help. 
That's not on him. He did fine. Um, Jake Lamb also did fine. He went one for three with a walk, a double, and some heads-up base running that led to the A's only run of the game. He's looking pretty dialed in, I would say. And I think that he's looking like he could, you know, kind of carry this team if he gets some guys on on base in front of him. He... He has some power in that bat. He can go for doubles. He's got a little bit of speed. He's a good defender if they want to actually you know, play him in the field at some point. Um, yeah, so I, I'm really liking the Jay Clam acquisition two games in, and uh, we'll, we'll see what he does from here. But I, I'm liking it thus far. Uh, Tommy LaStella, he didn't do a whole lot. He, he let off the game with a single, so that was nice. But I do want to give a quick update on his strikeout count. He has one with the A's in 60 at-bats. That's pretty fantastic. That one strikeout came on September 5th. So all of the games played except September 5th. Uh, no strikeouts. Good job on Tommy Lastella. I really like you know the role that he's filling with the A's. And in my head, maybe it's because of when I grew up, but I feel like every team needs like that David Eckstein type, that just pesky hitter that'll foul balls off, give you a good at-bat, get on base in a big situation. That seems like it could be Tommy Lestella. I don't know if it is going to be Tommy Lestella, but he is definitely a front runner. It could be, you know, like a Sean Murphy or something like that, where, you know, he gives you a good at-bat, then he hits a dinger. Or it could be Jonah Heim. Or it could be uh, Vimy Almachin. It could be one of those guys, but it's usually outside of the realm of the, you know, top couple of guys on the team. Uh, and Tommy Lestella might actually be one of the top couple guys on the team right now. Um, so, yeah, good acquisition. I'm enjoying watching Tommy LaStella. Hopefully he can uh, keep it going for the playoffs. And speaking of the playoffs, I'm going to analyze the playoff format and try to determine if it helps or hurts the A's coming up here in just a minute. But first, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box to let them know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Welcome back to Locked On A's. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you like your podcasts. And you can also follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. And if you have any questions for us, please send them to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So the playoff format got announced and the it's a bracket system, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Um, it, it's it's interesting. I, I don't know if it necessarily helps or hurts the A's. I like to think that it helps if they get far enough. But they're going to have to get through a couple of tough teams, I think, to get to where it could be a, a determining factor in a series. Uh, otherwise, they're going to have to play teams straight up, and it's all even. Uh, that's not how I like baseball. I like cheating and prospering, and only when it's for the A's. Uh, those are the only ways, and I'm joking. Um, obviously, it would be nice to see a full team get tested you know, immediately, but... Uh, we'd have to wait probably until the championship series for it to really play in effect the way that it goes out. But uh, I'll get into that here in a second. If you want to see the bracket, though, it is on both our Instagram page and our Twitter page. So if you're more of a visual person, uh, they're both at those links right there. Uh, just go to Locked On A's on Twitter or Instagram. Either way, 
it's right there. Um, so anyways, the, the details are the wild card round starts up on September 29th, which is, which is two weeks from yesterday. Um, all three games in that series will be played at the Higher Seeds Home Ballpark. So they're not going into the bubble quite yet at that point. And then they'll go the 29th, 30th, and then October 1st. Those are the three days that the AL Wildcard Series will be played. Um, the Division Series starts up on October 5th, giving teams a little bit of a chance to set up their rotations again if they would like to. Uh, you should be seeing the same rotations, I would imagine. So if you're, you know, Sean Mania, let's say, is the fourth starter for these. Uh, I'm not sure that he is, but let's say that he is for this example. Uh, you, you might not see him for a couple of weeks, uh, you know, while all these games are being played. You might have to wait until like legitimately game four in the division series before he gets a, a chance to pitch in the playoffs again. Uh, so that's one little wrinkle there. But looking a little bit ahead to the division series, I'm not uh, I'm saying if they make it this far, I'm not uh, saying that the wild card is any, uh, you know, guarantee by any chance, because I've seen the A's in the playoffs for the last two decades. I, I know the history. So uh, if they do make it to the division series, though, it being five games and a team like it, uh, the Yankees. I'm just using the Yankees in, as an example. I don't think that they'd be facing the Yankees in the second round there, but using the Yankees as an example, they got Garrett Cole to pitch as many games as he can in the playoffs. And he'd have game one, and then he could pitch game five on short rest or maybe in the bullpen or something like that. But they wouldn't be able to utilize him as much as they would in a usual. He wouldn't have full rest like he would in a typical year. So that's one little bit of an advantage where the A's have, you know, four starters that are pretty good, but they don't have like that ace guy who is their main guy. And then the Yankees have like Tanaka and uh, a couple other guys that are good, but they're not that ace level. So it'd be more of an even matchup, I think, for the A's in that uh, regard. So that's a plus if you look at it that way. I don't think they're facing the Yankees, but uh, using them as an example... But the main point is that a team's depth will be definitely tested in uh, starting with the second round, starting with the division series, because you're going to need four starters at least. And then whatever you get can get out of your, you know, number one, your game one starter, or maybe you throw your game five starter out there. Maybe you go five deep because it's more like the regular season in this regard. So that's kind of fun. Um, if the A's end up taking the third seed, they're going to be, as of right now, looking at the winner of the two seven matchup, which is currently Tampa Bay and Toronto. So that's not great, um, obviously. But those teams can change a whole bunch over the next couple of weeks. Um, and, and by not great, I mean because I assume that the Rays are going to roll through whoever their first-round opponent is, uh, regardless of who it is. So all of the stuff that I was saying about, you know, a team's depth being tested and all that stuff, uh, that, that also applies to the Rays. They are a very deep team. They've been dealing with injuries all season. Um, they, they've got three guys that can shut you down in Glasnow and Morton. And then, uh, oh yeah, former Cy Young Award winner Blake Snell. So they got three pretty good starters. They've got just filthy guys out of the bullpen. They're a tough matchup for any team. And uh, obviously, if you're the A's, you want to avoid them if you can. But maybe if you face them in a five-game series in the division series, maybe that's for the best because you only need three wins. You don't need to scratch out that that extra fourth. Um so maybe the, the Rays will uh, take the number one seed and then somebody else, maybe the White Sox will be the, the team that the A's have to face or the Twins. Or I actually, I think I'd like to face the Twins out of all the teams that are in the mix right there because you got all three central teams. Uh, they're all jumbled up there. So if one of them ends up number two, maybe you want to face them instead of the Rays or I, I, 
it, the playoffs are going to be a lot of fun, but just very stressful. So uh, get your breathing exercises in, uh, get get used to all that stuff because it's going to be a roller coaster of emotions for sure. Um, also, I'd like to point out that the the A's have the third, if the A's get the third seed, which I'm assuming at this point that they are, um, they're, they're probably going to be resting guys once they wrap up the division. Uh, hopefully they do that in the next week or so, so that they can, you know, kind of take off that last series if they need to a little bit. Maybe just hand some wins to the Mariners. I don't know. It's something that I would like to, I, I like the Mariners. So I also want to see them get into the playoffs and then just see the A's crush them. So that's what I'm hoping for. But um, if the A's do end up in the third seed, then they would be playing their division series if they make it past whoever the sixth seed is uh, at Dodger Stadium. And so we'll have some experience playing Dodger Stadium next week. So we'll see how the, the dimensions are. You know, we've seen Dodgers games, but the A's haven't played there in a couple of years. So it'll be fun to see, you know, how the ballpark is playing and uh, if it's more hitter friendly, more pitcher friendly, if it depends on which team's playing there, because those uh, park dimensions are always a little bit silly or not uh, park dimensions, park factors, because they're like, oh, wow, Arlington's really playing like a pitcher's park. I'm like, yeah, it's because the Rangers suck. They can't they can't hit the ball. So the home team has a decent amount of impact on how the park factors uh, go. So we'll see how uh, it plays for the A's next week. But uh, yeah, that, that's where the A's would be facing or playing their division series matchup against whoever would probably be at Dodger Stadium. So we'll see how that goes. But as of right now, I kind of like the format, but a lot of me liking the format could end up uh, de- being determined on who they end up playing in the division series if they make it that far. Uh, Got to keep throwing that caveat in there because I don't want to take anything for granted. I know the A's history, therefore, if. Um, yeah, but anyways, I, I like it because it gives you days or uh, games on every day. And that really tests the team's depth a little bit more than we've been seeing where, you know, like the Royals started it in 2015, where they would just throw all their, well, it started in 2014, I guess, but they won in 2015. Um, just have three relievers that you can just throw in every game. And you're like, hey, this is uh, this is how we won a World Series. This is fun. Um, that's not really determining the best team. That's just a bit determining who has like the best six players. And that's not fun. Um, so this way... I think the A's may be at a bit more of an advantage than they usually would have just because they are a team that's built on depth and, you know, having a bunch of league average guys that get the job done. So I think that that plays into their favor. I don't know if uh, it'll have an an impact overall, but one can hope, can't you? Um, Let me know what you think of the playoff format, though. Do you think that it helps or hurts? Uh, Let me know at Locked on A's on Twitter or by Jason B on Twitter. Uh, I'll respond to either account. So reach out at either one of those, but uh, that's going to be it for me today, guys. So until next time, stay indoors, celebrate good times, Oakland, keep wearing those masks, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.